Welcome to the Ultimate Bowls Podcast, brought to you by Henselite, Choice of Champions, Ryman Healthcare, pioneering a new way to live for a new retirement generation. Sports Centre, Australian-owned, Australian-made apparels and merchandise for sporting clubs, schools, corporates and events. Now here's your host, CEO of the UBC, Mark Casey. Welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Bowls Podcast. My name is Mark Casey and today we'll chat to one of the greatest players of all time in the great Alex Marshall and also one of the Whittlesea Eagles stars in Nick McIntyre. This is sure to be a fantastic podcast. First, we'll start with the Victorian champion and Whittlesea Bowls Club general manager, Nick McIntyre. Hi, Nick. Welcome onto the show and thanks for having a chat. Hey, mate. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to having a chat. Mate, you're the general manager of the Whittlesea Bowls Club, one of the most progressive clubs in Victoria. Tell our listeners a little bit more about the club. Yeah, thanks, Mark. The club's come a long way and it's a 60-odd year history, so it was founded in 1955 and like all clubs, started out as a uh, small little community club and um, yeah, it was part of the Central Bowls Association, which is a small bowls association within the state of Victoria. Uh, From there in 2009, 2010, we joined the Metropolitan Bowls Association. Uh, So we're from country to metropolitan. So uh, from there, they started the Division 5 and won some premierships uh, year after year. And till today, mate, where we're our Premier League club. So we're there a couple of years ago and got relegated, but... um, but yeah, now we're, we're back to Premier League, or Premier League status club anyway. So um, we have six teams on a Saturday and five on a Tuesday. So membership-wise, again, we're, we're a strong club. Uh, we have some 180 full members and 5,000 social members. Um, so on the green, you know, it is a promising and, and, and big club. You know, we've got some junior members, which is fantastic. They're the future of your club. So um, off the green, no. You know, the club over the years has had some minor redevelopments, but at present we're doing a full million dollar redevelopment uh, which is great for the club and for the community um, upgrading our facilities uh, mainly you know putting in a new function room kids play area and so forth so um, again it's, it's a bright future here at Whittlesea um, it's a great little town it's a great club and and then the future's bright here so I guess the question that is everybody's getting asked at the moment you know how are you going and how's the club coping during these challenging times yeah mate they are uh, challenging times and uh you know, a bit like the tourism industry, the hospitality industry has been hit it pretty hard. So um, we've been able and lucky enough to uh, stay open in a small capacity. We've been offering uh, takeaway services of, a, of an evening and the um, local community have supported us in that and, and we thank them for that. So it's just enabled uh, the club to keep you know, our full-time staff employed and obviously we've uh, adapted the JobKeeper program through the Australian government. But, yeah, obviously the recent announcements of some relaxation of the the laws um, or the restrictions, so to speak, um, will again um, help the club come out of this. But um, like all things, mate, we're, we're, we're lucky. Uh, we're not as bad as some, uh, but we'll work our way through it and uh, hopefully, um, you know, when our bowl season comes around, September, um, we can be back up and running in full capacity. And it's been advertised that the club is looking for someone in a a bowls coordinator role. Um, This sounds like a wonderful opportunity for someone looking for employment within bowls administration. Can you share some more details about the role? Yeah, mate, that's right. We've uh, advertised for a bowls operations manager here at the Wittlesey Bowls Club. Uh, We feel that it's important to uh, have someone in that position. Uh, We have to look at the club's in Queensland and New South Wales um, and even locally now you know clubs like Malwama and even Deer Park you know are part of the UBC but 
just how important uh, someone in that position can enhance the bowls activity within a club, uh, whether that's looking after our members through coaching and, and tournaments and, and social bowls and so forth, but also engaging the community, which is important. You know, the idea is to try and get more people into your club, whether that's through school bowls or corporate bowls and, and functions of so so forth. So, yeah, we, we feel that the club's in a position now where we can um, put someone in that position um, and try to enhance bowls and take it to a new level here at the club. So, um, yeah, we're, we're advertised for the position and hopefully we can uh, get someone that will fit the needs of the club um, and, and help us out in the bowls area and that capacity. So um, you can apply, you know, through the club or the applications also through the Bowls Victoria website and the closing date's on uh, the 29th of May. I encourage anyone looking for employment within Bowles administration to apply. Uh, Whittlesey is one of the fantastic clubs in Victoria um, and having Nick as the general manager, uh, you can't go wrong. So um, put your applications in now and uh, contact the club for more details. Nick, moving on to yourself, mate. Uh, Tell our listeners about the tough period in your life that you recently faced and and how things are going now. Um, This is a fantastic story and I'm I'm sure our listeners will um, be intrigued. Yeah, mate, in uh, 2018 where life was great and everything was going well, I uh, sort of hit a bit of a bump in the road and was actually diagnosed with bowel cancer. So uh, it'll come about by um, just one night having a severe pain in the stomach and seeing the GP and... She thought I had appendicitis, so I went and got the appendix taken out, and then that was uh, all clear, and the doctor or the surgeon suggested that maybe I should have a colonoscopy. He noticed my bowel was a little bit red, so sure enough, I went off and went and got a colonoscopy. Uh, from there, uh, a tumour was located on my bowel, uh, and then um, subsequently diagnosed with stage 3 cancer. So um, a bit of a shock to the system and to the family, and... Um, you know, you've got a, a million thoughts running through your head and um, yeah, it was a bit of a tough time but once you uh, soak in the news and you got to get on with it, mate, and start the battle and um, no sooner we found out, I went and got the tumour taken out. Um, from there, it was a, uh, you know, a period of time where I had to do chemotherapy. So I um, was also lucky enough to have... Um, or be accepted into a, a trial. Um, so my bloods were, or a blood sample was taken to America. Um, from there, the results were um, negative. So that meant that there was no cancer flowing through my blood, so to speak, uh, which was good news. It's positive news. Um, so my chemotherapy went from three months down to th- uh, six months, sorry, down to three months, uh, which was great. And then uh, here I am two years later, all clear. So yeah, constantly getting checkups and and so forth. But yeah, I feel healthy and um, yeah, thankful that that period's behind me and looking forward to a, a brighter and hopefully healthier future. Congratulations, mate. That's wonderful to hear that you're doing so well. And um, yeah, well done. I'm sure you've inspired plenty of people out there listening uh, tonight. So uh, congratulations again. And um, this is terrific news. Importantly, do you have a message for anyone out there that's facing some personal challenges? Um, I'm sure you've got some valuable advice um, to share. Yeah, I guess it's just uh, important, mate, to keep that positive mindset. you know, we all go through things in life, uh, you know, and there's so much emphasis at the moment too um, in recent times about mental health and so forth. So, you know, reach out to your friends, reach out to your family, lean on them, uh, support, advice, and and so forth. And you know, um, you know, positive mindset, mate, and um, 
that's probably what helped me get through all the things and you know, all the problems that I had. But yeah, keeping positive and relying on friends and family and um, don't be afraid to speak out. On to the UBC, mate. You're an important member of the Whittlesea Eagles. It's great to have the Eagles in the UBC. Recently, it was announced that the UBC will be having an ultimate bowls week at the end of the year uh, with all three events being played in the one week at the Deer Park Club in Melbourne. Uh, sounds like a great opportunity for teams and players to be a part of this. Um, I'm sure you're looking forward to this. Yeah, the ultimate bowls week is a, a good idea. It's um, Everyone's going to be starving for bowls and um, to have a, a week with high quality um, bowls like that, uh, it's going to be exciting not only for the players but also hopefully for the people who come and support and you know, as I said we've all been starving for bowls uh, through this period and uh, I'm sure the bowls uh, at Deer Park would be um, outstanding so um, you know, it'll be you know, red hot competition uh, we're looking forward to it as a team as a franchise, as a club and um, yeah, we just can't wait to get in there and uh, be part of the action Absolutely, we can't wait Thanks, mate, for coming on the show. Um, and remember, to anyone listening and is interested in the role available at the Whittlesea Bowls Club, remember to apply. Get in contact with Nick for more information. Uh, it's a fantastic opportunity out there, so um, remember to apply soon. Cheers, Nick, and thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks, Mark, for having me on, and um, go the Whittlesea Eagles. Cheers. Now for the great man, Alex Marshall. Uh, obviously, Alex needs no introduction uh, for bowlers. I honestly think if he was playing another sport, you know, like tennis or golf or soccer, he would be one of the most popular and most well-known sports people in the world. Um, what he's been able to do in our sport is is incredible. Uh, I actually think, you know, we might take him for granted a little bit here in Australia. We're, we're blessed to see him live in action, you know, four or five or six times a year, which is, which is incredible. Um, but for what he's done, it simply sets him apart from the rest. In my eyes, he's the greatest player of all time, and uh, it's obviously great to have him on our show tonight. Alex, it's a pleasure to have you on our show tonight, mate. Uh, with everything that's happening around the world right now, tell us how things are going in Scotland. Hi, Mark. It's great to be on the podcast, and it's a great idea for our sport to publicise it around the world. Things in Scotland are not too great at the moment, mate, as we are on lockdown like the rest of the world with the vicious coronavirus. We are only allowed out once a day for exercise to go shopping or to pick up prescriptions. It's very scary times here. Uh, the UK death on a daily basis is hitting anything from 400 to 900 per day and we now have a total of more than 28,000 deaths which is devastating for our country. Uh, therefore we need to stay at home to stop the spread of the virus, protect our NHS and save lives. Of course our first two events have been postponed till later in the year. Uh, what other events have been postponed or cancelled that you've been involved in? Yes, it's a pity that the first two UBC events have been cancelled due to the coronavirus and that's something that is totally out with your control mate. Uh, this is, however, the right decision as it keeps all players safe. But hopefully we can all get together in December again and kick off the UBC. Also, all greens are closed and all the events in Scotland have been postponed until further notice. So no balls at the minute, but hopefully we will, we will all be back on the greens sooner rather than later. And of course, World Balls was also cancelled, which was a blow to everyone. Uh, but it's great to hear that World Bowls have announced the dates, which will roughly be the same for t 2021, which now gives us all something to look forward to in the future. Alex, you're extremely modest, um, but you're regarded as the world's best player, possibly the best ever. How does this make you feel? It is a great feeling being told by your peers that you're number one 
that you're one of the best in the world. But to be honest, there are so, so many brilliant players all over the world. I have played at international level now for the best part of 34 years and I have loved every single minute of it travelling the world which has been a great experience and meeting many good friends along the way and to achieve what I have won makes me extremely proud. I know you pretty well mate, you're a very very proud Scotsman. How many times have you represented your great country? I am very proud to be a Scotsman and feel very honoured to represent my country in the World Bowls, Commonwealth Games and Home Internationals. When you walk onto the, the green and hear the national em, your national anthem playing, you know, it just gives you goosebumps and it gets you all fired up, which I love. I have no idea, you know, how many times I have played for Scotland, but it must be over a thousand with all the events I have played in over the years, both indoor and outdoor. Wow, to be able to represent your country on over a thousand occasions is simply incredible, uh, no matter what sport you play. So uh, once again, congratulations, mate. Uh, also, I know there's another record that you've got. Tell our listeners how many gold medals you have won, both indoor and outdoor. Yeah, I hold the record for the most world titles, having won 21 world titles. I have won 13 indoor world titles and 8 world outdoor titles, along with 5 Commonwealth Games gold medals. I am also Scotland's most decorated athlete with 5 Commonwealth Games gold medals and 1 silver. To be honest, I am very, very proud of these achievements and all the hard work over the years has been very, very worthwhile. Every time I hear those numbers, they, they just blow me away, to be honest. Uh, no wonder here in Australia, crowds flock to watch you. Uh, Australia's like your second home these days, isn't it? I have got to say, I love Australia, mate. You know that. Uh, yes, it is my second home. I've had many, many happy memories over the years playing for Warilla. Warilla has been one of the most, one of the most best clubs in the world in Australia. Uh, with brilliant facilities, blessed with superb bowling greens and also a great bunch of lovely people. They have been so good to me, you know, over the years. I have also played uh, World Bowls and Commie Games in Australia and I just love the greens. They are the best in the world. I would also like to mention and thank Moama and Pine Rivers for giving me the opportunity to play in the UBC and the BPL in Australia. They are both great events to be involved in with lots of atmosphere, fun and great crowds to, you know, to support to make these events such a success. I just love the competition in Australia, mate. It is the, the hardest place in the world to win any event and that's why I keep coming back and it has been good for my game over the years, playing against all these world-class players with the atmosphere, the crowds and the banter. You know, the banter, you know, is just second to none. Alex, you've played with and against the world's best players for many years now. I know it's a tough question, but who do you regard as some of the best you've played with and against? Yeah, very difficult question, Mark. Uh, Razor, Lester, Lurche, Nicky Brett from England. Uh, and last but not least, my good mate, Paul Foster. You know, I could go on forever there, but yeah, there's been so many terrific players. Definitely a fantastic list of players there. Uh, Alex, can you share your greatest and worst bowls experience with us? My best experience in bowls has got to be winning the two gold medals at the Commonwealth Games in Glasgow 2014 in front of my, my home support. You know, the atmosphere was absolutely brilliant and I'll, and I'll always, you know, remember my last two bowls I played against England in the semi-final of the of the pairs, you know, to draw two shots within six inches to get us to the final, you know, that, that's a moment that uh, will stay with me for the rest of my life. And then, yeah, we played against Malaysia in the final where Paul Foster was absolutely hit with this world and he won the game himself. You know, the majority of the time I was just playing cover shots, but yeah, we had a, a great team with Marcel and Paul, Darren Burnett winning the singles and David Peacock and Neil Spears uh, won the fours with myself and Paul. 
just had a great a great team bonding you know with a great coach in David Gooley my worst, ex- my worst Bulls experience was when I was playing in the World Championships. I was due to play Billy Jackson. Uh, but yeah, I had to withdraw because of, because of gout. I managed to get through the first round, but I was in agony. And it started it started in my big toe, but ended up in uh, went up into my knee. Uh, I got to the press room for, for my interview after the game. But, you know, after the interview had finished, I tried to stand up, but just could not get up on my feet at all. So I had to phone an ambulance to take me to the, the local hospital where I was kept in for a week. You know, it must have been, it was the, the worst week of my life as I hate hospitals. Teddy, it's fantastic to have you in the UBC. You're a massive draw card for us and the Moama Bowling Club, your team. Uh, tell us, is it becoming popular in the UK and, and what's the chance of maybe one day getting the UK team together? Um, and also your thoughts on the different things like the scoring system, which is completely different than any other bowls competition. Yeah, the scoring system for the UBC is great, you know, and brings a different concept to our game. There are many different ways, you know, you can score extra shots and makes makes the players more adventurous and play different shots to what they would normally play, which I think makes it more exciting. There has been a lot of talk in the UK, Mark, regarding the UBC and the format of the point system. You know, there's been been lots of good vibes about over here, uh, to be honest. There was an interest from the UK at the end of last year, but not sure if that interest is still there. But, you know, let's hope in the not-too-distant future, you know, we will see a UK team entering the great UBC. You have represented the Moama Bowling Club on many occasions now. I must feel great to be part of such a brilliant club. Moama, you know, what can you say? It's one of the best, the best and the biggest bowls clubs in the world and has brilliant facilities and great surfaces to play on. You know, it's, it is a great honour for myself to play for such a big club in the UBC. I would I would like to thank Zane and the board of directors for giving me the opportunity, you know, to play for such a big club. And I can't wait again to wear the Mama colours once again. Alex, with the news of the Ultimate Bowls Week happening, uh, likely to be in December at the end of this year. Um, you know, how do you feel about that? And, you know, let's hope the travel restrictions uh, are freed up by then so you can be a part of it. It's, you know, one week, $500,000 prize money. Uh, it'll be incredible, and, and let's hope that you're a part of that. That is just awesome news for everyone, especially the players. I think we are all so keen to get back onto the greens and play again and also start practising and preparing for the UBC at the end of the year. You know, to have three events of the UBC in one week and to play for half a million dollars in that week is mind-blowing. You know, this is going to be superb, but at the same time, really hard work and mental toughness uh, will come into people's games near the end of the week. But it's great to hear some good news for a change, Mark, as recently it's all been bad. Yes, I think the, the travel is going to be a worry for myself and others. I just hope things in Australia start to open up again, but I will be keeping my fingers crossed. In fact, I'll be keeping everything crossed that I am able to travel. I will even travel earlier, Mark, you know, to be in quarantine for two weeks if I'm able to to compete in the UBC for Mama. You know, I'm happy to do that. You know, I would hate to miss out playing for... Uh, Moama with Disco and Bowsey as they are two Aussie legends of our sport. That's great news, Alex. Let's hope uh, the borders do open in the near future and, and you're able to be part of the ultimate week. Uh, we definitely want you there and, uh, yeah, fingers crossed that uh, it all comes good. 
tell us a little bit about your teammates. Uh, Maddie Bouse from Raymond Terrace in Newcastle, a fantastic lead. And, of course, you know, we all know Aaron Wilson. Um, yeah, how's it going to be to team up with those two champions? Bouse is, you know, I think he's a little bit quieter off the two and lets, and lets his balls do the talking. But Disco is one hell of a character off our sport on and off the green. You know, he's always on his knees, shouting, giving people high fives, joking with his own players and his opponents and also interacting with the crowd and that's what the crowd loves so I want to be to be a part of that Alex you know all the players and all the teams so well 2020 UBC who do you feel is the team to beat? This is a very difficult one Mark Well, but I will say the team to beat is Warilla you know of Corey and TZ who have just broke into the, the World Bowls team for Australia so you know they're going to be buzzing and with the, with, with the experience of Big Jezza uh, they are going to be very hard to beat, but you know there's so many teams who have a, a massive chance. Thanks very much, Alex. It's been a, an amazing thing to have you on our show. Uh, it's incredible to have you in our events, and uh, you know we couldn't thank you enough. You're a champion. You're a good man, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in the Moama Colours soon. Yeah, it's a pleasure, Mark. Great to be on, and hopefully speak to you soon, mate. And now we head to 60 seconds with Alex Marshall. Best player in the world. Paul Foster is the best dude in the world, and he is up there with the best. You know, he's an awesome player. Uh, but I'm going to go with Ryan Bester and Aaron Sheriff as purely because of their all-round games are growing. Favourite sports person? Andy Murray. Best ever holiday? Oh, it's got to be Rivera Maya in Mexico. Favourite sports team? All-time favourite football team. You know, love them from the day I was born, still till now, no matter how good or bad they get, but Hart Hoffman Lothian Football Club in Edinburgh. Favourite movie? Die Hard, Bruce Willis. Person in our sport you respect the most? David Gourley, as you know, he's still at the top of his game and what he has done for Bulls Scotland and coach for Bulls Scotland. First ever coach? David Gourley. Toughest opponent? Got to be Foster, Bester and Sheriff. Best advice you've been given that has helped your game? When I was nine, a guy shouted from the back of the rink, you will never be a bowler with your left hand, so I changed to my right hand. Very true story, so thank, thanks to whoever shouted it out to me. And there we have it, guys. There's our 60 seconds with Alex Marshall. Uh, and as I have in the past, I'll give you a, a, a rundown on my personal thoughts of the people that we have interviewed. And I'll start with Nick McIntyre, the Victorian champion player and a club manager. So he's obviously kicking goals off the green as well as on the green. And it's fantastic to have Nick as part of the Whittlesea Eagles in the UBC. I'm sure you'll all agree uh, what we heard from Nick earlier on in our podcast is, is simply inspirational. Um, a young man with a young family, uh, gone through a battle of cancer already, and to come out the other end on a positive note and helping others is, is simply fantastic. And as we said earlier, um, we wish Nick and his family all the best. And um, with his positive mindset, he's definitely on the right path. And the man we've just heard from, Alex Marshall, uh, words probably can't explain the amount of appreciation I've got for Alex. He's a, a legend of our sport, but more importantly, he's a fantastic person. And uh, if you get a chance to see Alex live, please do so. But also go up to him after the game and, and have a chat to him because he's always up for a yarn. He's a, he's a very likeable man and uh, he's fantastic. He's a, he's a great ambassador for our sport and to have him in our UBC is fantastic for us but also fantastic for all spectators. Next week, our Ultimate Bowls podcast will feature an interview with Australian superstar Aaron Sheriff as well as providing you with some more information about the Ultimate Bowls week happening later on this year. 
I hope you enjoyed the podcast and I look forward to you tuning in next week. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Bowls podcast. Brought to you by Henselite, Choice of Champions, Ryman Healthcare, pioneering a new way to live for a new retirement generation. Sports Centre, Australian-owned, Australian-made apparels and merchandise for sporting clubs, schools, corporates and events. If you'd like to be involved in the UBC, it's easier than you think. Click on ultimatebowlschampionship.com.au for more details.